Trade. Welcome back to The Trade. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you again for the continued support, the continued engagement, and uh, the hashtag BanataCats. Thank you, guys. All right. How are you, Drew? I'm doing all right, G. How are you? I'm doing well. Ready to jump into this episode. I wanted to talk about something that happened in Milwaukee. A Milwaukee children's court judge and father of two with ties to Drag Queen Story Hour was arrested after allegedly being caught with video showing children being raped, officials said. Milwaukee Circuit Court Judge Brett Bloom, 38, was charged with seven counts of possession of child pornography on Wednesday. A day after his arrest, each count carries a maximum fine of $100,000 and 25 years in prison, or both, and each has a mandatory minimum sentence of three years of initial confinement. Bloom is the former president of the Cream City Foundation, which hosts Drag Queen Story Hour, a children's event in which drag queens read to children. The allegations are alarming. Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett said in a statement, the reports of the arrest came as a complete surprise. Bloom allegedly uploaded several images of child pornography through a messaging app in October and November 2020, including videos of male children being raped. Authorities, according to the charging documents, began the investigation in February after receiving a tip from the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children that kick messaging app user Dom Master BB uploaded videos consistent with child pornography through the app 27 times. The special agent assigned to Bloom's case received content and subscriber information for the brett.bloom at gmail.com Google account. According to the subscriber information, the name of this Google account user was listed as Brett Bloom with a date of birth of June 11, 1982. A recovery email also that was linked to him, bloom39 at yahoo.com. According to charging documents, two of the images were allegedly uploaded from the government buildings. Due to the ongoing investigation and pending case, I am unable to comment, Milwaukee County Chief Judge Mary Triganio said in a statement according to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Judge Bloom's court calendar will be covered by another judge as needed starting Wednesday. Bloom was elected to the court during the spring of 2020 after he defeated incumbent Circuit Court Judge Paul Dindinsky prior to his time as a judge, Bloom was the head of the Zoning Appeals Board for the City of Milwaukee, a position he reached by appointment from the mayor. Drag Queen Story Hour Milwaukee Executive Director Jonathan Hamlet distanced his organization from the Cream City Foundation in Bloom. Drag Queen Story Hour Milwaukee has never been run by either, he told the Washington Examiner, adding that neither have ever participated in planning, organizing, hosting, or performing at any of our events. Bloom has never held a title or position within our organization ever, Hamel said. Cream City Foundation has only ever been a fiscal sponsor that allows DQSH Milwaukee to give a to give and receive funds is a nonprofit. Aside from financials, they have had no part in DQSH Milwaukee and DQSH National, he added. As the leaders of DQSH Milwaukee and DQSH National, we absolutely condemn pedophilia. We're angry and outraged by Brett's actions. Pedophilia has no place in the LGBT community and no place in society as a whole. The Cream City Foundation did not respond to the Washington Examiner's request for comment. 
I mean, this brings us back to what the first episode. Uh, uh doesn't talked a, about what the Desmond the, the first amazing? or second? Yeah, Desmond. Yeah, the same. It's like yeah, I was say he wasn't involved with uh, Drag Queen Story Hour, but that whole scene seems to have a small percentage of very, very terrible people. Like and I glad that always want to involve kids. I don't understand. Why do you always want to involve kids in y'all's uh, events? Just have your own adult events. Like that's what the, uh, it just goes for so many things though. Like why do kids have to be involved in certain things? Like y'all just keep the adult stuff with the adults and the kids stuff with the kids. Kids should be playing sports and doing plays and you know, stuff like that. Like, a drag queen play, cool, but it should be hosted and then go home. Not hosted and have like one-on-one -on -one time or any kind of like stuff like that. Like story times is kind of intimate. So I feel like that's okay in a certain setting when parents are around, but like say after the story time, are is the parents just taking their kid and leaving? Is there one-on-one -on -one time? Is there coloring time? Is there a playground time? Like, I don't understand how there's room for this to happen unless people are not paying attention and kids have too much access to a human that they don't even know. So, therefore, quit involving kids in y'all's events, and if you do, don't go any further than what the event is about. And parents, know what the heck you're making your kid be involved in like oh my gosh like this is just blows my mind and makes me angry because people should just be smarter well the uh this isn't the first time that this uh what are they what's their acronym dqsh has had they had multiple people that were actually reading to the kids that had backgrounds that were not acceptable to be around kids at all so it, it seems like not saying so it was a well-known thing to at least someone they've had it seems like they have problems throughout the entire organization with i mean they might maybe that person really does condemn pedophilia but uh the that's action... like allowing your that's like allowing your church pastor to get away with pedophilia and have youth group every wednesday and host it for children that's it's like this this it's the not exact okay. same thing. It's the exact same scenario. I mean, that's not okay. <laughs> I hate to laugh, but it's just, we live in clown world. Everything is so backwards or right now. what if you, as a parent, found out your kid's teacher was a pedophile and the school district didn't do proper background check, or they did and they knew about it and didn't care and still allowed them to teach your children? I mean, at this point, it's getting to the time where you got to take matters into your own hands and do research yourself. And, hey, my, te my kid's teacher or daycare person or babysitter or happy hour story reading time person, uh, their name is, you know, John Doe or Christina, whatever. And you can take that information and you can Google their name and you can find so many things off of a Google search or off of a phone number if you have their phone number. So just know that. You, you can do your own research and you can really use the internet and apps that are specifically for background checks. Pay the $9.99 a month. Do a background check. It's worth it. 
to protect yeah, if you. You got children. Ten dollars a month is way worth it to check the people that are going to be around. And then there's also free stuff. Watchdog.org. You can figure out who's around you because if they're doing something locally, chances are they live in the area anyways. And if they've committed crimes and been convicted, they're going to be on Watchdog.org. Can't on Watchdog you? Can you type in a direct address or is it just like neighborhood? I'm pretty sure you can type in a direct address. Well, I, I believe that well, you could type in, you can type in your address and it brings up everything directly around you. And then you can zoom out just like on Google Maps. And it just shows the right. more you zoom right. out, it shows the, uh, you know, <clears throat> they're either red dots, yellow dots, or purple dots, depending on the severity of the crime. Very useful. Very useful for sure. Yeah. We'll be sure to link that again. We need to start linking that more often. I've got a little bit of a, this is kind of a crazy story. Me and G just watched. Well, we're going to link the video in too because it's it's kind of a layered story and it's very strange the different responses from the US, how most Americans would respond to this compared to how I perceive the UK responding to this. This is from Wales Online. This was reported back in January. Violent past of killer Tom Carney and the long history of sexual offending of his victim. Former rugby player Tom Carney threw his life away and was convicted of repeated violent offenses while the man he murdered had a record of predatory sexual offending against young men going back three decades. Tom Carey, 29, repeatedly stamped a 76-year-old David Phillips head on Valentine's Day Valentine's Day 2019 after going to the victim's Neath home to exchange sexual favors for alcohol. The 29-year-old was on Thursday found guilty of murder following a trial at Swansea Crown Court lasting almost three weeks. But while the one-time uh, promising sportsman latest offending is unquestionably the most serious, it is by far from his first. During his trial, prosecutors Patrick Hardington told the jury, the fact is Thomas Carey has a throw in his life away, thrown away his career as a rugby player where he could have achieved great things. He uh, he has the discomfort of knowing he is one of the those might have might have been's. Uh, the killer has a, a history record. They're all just you know nightclub fight type things, stealing wine, things like that. Carney has previously been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, which can be reported for his time. He says is the result of sexual abuse he suffered as a boy between the ages five and nine. The person he names as his abuser denies the abuse ever happened. For legal reasons, we are unable to report these details until now. While Carney was no longer stranger to the courts, his pensioner victim had a long history of predatory sexual behavior towards young men. At the time of his death, Mr. Phillips was sub subject to a sexual harm prevention order at the time of having sexually assaulted a boy in Neath Town Center in 2016, but his history of sexual offending goes back 30 years. 1991, Swansea Crown Court convicted of serious sexual acts, sexual assault, indecent assault, and gross indecency. Phillips lured a 15-year-old boy with intoxicants before sexually assaulting him. In 99, Swansea Court found, convicted him of assault with intent to commit a serious sexual assault and an indecent assault. Phillips met a man at a bar in Swansea and brought him drinks before taking him home. There he gave the victim a quantity of tablets which made the man drowsy before before performing sexual 
acts on him and attempting to penetrate him. 2016, the court convicted him of sexual assault after meeting an 18-year-old man at a bus stop. He persuaded the teenager to go home with him on the pretense he needed to work. Once at the house, Phillips gave him gave the teen alcohol, kissed him, and put the hands down, put his hands down the trousers. Sorry, this is a little hard to read because it's UK English, and it's uh, it makes me feel a little bit stupid. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm trying to get there. 2016, Swazi Court convicted him of sexual assault after buying goods from a shop in Neath. He asked a 16-year-old male shop assistant to help him carry carry them to the taxi. There, he hugged the boy, made sexual comments, and tried to entice him back to his house. So this guy, Tom Carney, is a victim that, yeah, you probably should go to jail because you can't stab people in the face and throat in the genital areas. But at the same time, it seems like karma catching up with the guy that got killed. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think that... I think I understand. I understand the law. But I, if I recall, you said that the public, like civilians, are angry about it as well. They're mad about him doing it. Well, if you read other articles, which we can link, they, the way the UK articles presented it, it's just more like this young guy beat up an old man. Like they don't explain the like how he was his sponsor. He was using his power position probably to do this to a bunch of other alcoholics. He has a history of doing all these other things. They just are totally focused just, and I, and I get it. It's a grotesque ask. It's a grotesque act, but they're leaving out the whole fact that this guy was a complete monster for like 70 plus years or something like that. Yeah. So if the article was more honest, it could save more people just like, anything else uh, i think the news and media should definitely be more honest and give details like that it doesn't go against their community guidelines they're the ones that come up with the community guidelines i feel like so why not put that information out there is it to protect people's minds from what really happens and what really goes on in the world probably but i think in order for change to happen which is probably something that a lot of people suppress it should be talked about more and explained thoroughly I mean, this is a great segue into something crazy that happened in Shelby County, Texas. A registered sex offender in Shelby County has been arrested again. The sheriff's office, uh, the reports Robert Bradley Lindsay, 58, of Center, was arrested March 9th after a team executed a search warrant at Lindsay's home. The search revealed he was in possession of child pornography, Lindsay is a registered sex offender with the sheriff's office. During the investigation, officials were able to identify various violations on Liz- on Lindsay's registration and charged him with three violations. He was booked into the Shelby County Jail on two counts of possession of child pornography and three counts of failure to comply with sex offender registration requirements with a previous conviction. Uh, it just... He's got a bond set at nearly $1 million. It's it's just, again, you know, it's happening again. It's like something my best friend said. They Men just can't control themselves. Not all men, but men like this, this man, and many others that we talk to all the time, it, that's not an excuse. That is a fact, and it's a disgusting fact. And say you're at a birthday party, and this man looks like 
everybody's grandpa and he's sitting in the corner looking at all the kids like it just is it's as something is in plain sight as that and it happens all the time i've told the story of a childhood family friend dressing up as an ape a gorilla and showing up to weddings and birthday parties and letting the kids sit on his lap years later he's in prison for doing lewd acts such as things in this article and other things that we talk about but all those years he was looked at as the fun happy uncle cousin brother nephew at all of the events with this costume making the kids laugh and that is the biggest one of the biggest grooming tactics there are in order to get sympathy and attention and kids on your lap i mean come on it's disgusting so so many things to be aware about and just know who you're allowing around your children whether it's family friends teachers anybody yeah just I mean, it's easy to say, be aware who you're around, but the thing is, is you might not know till it's already happened, and that's the sad truth of all of it. Exactly. Things like that happen every day, unfortunately. And it, like I said, it's, it's disgusting. It's something that these men can control, but choose not to. That's what I think. I think you can control it. They choose not to control it. I just don't get how you can physically put your genitals into something and think, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't want to do that. Shut up. Yeah, you did. You definitely did. It took a lot of steps to get there. You wanted it. Next. Until next time. Banana cats. Love y'all. Banana cats. Much love. Peace.